This is Paul Dorsey, Brighton fan. You're listening to the Drunkard United Football Show. Arsenal fans need not apply. That's a dig. Yeah, definitely a dig. You know, uh, I was uh, sick as a dog this weekend, so I wasn't as lively on the socials as I would have liked to have been. Um, yeah. So in bed all day on Friday. But you know what I wasn't? What's that? I wasn't a fan of a losing side this week. Uh. Unlike the two people I'm looking at in the room currently. Yep. I don't have to do a shot of Malort. Do, oh, wait. You both have to. Let's start the show! Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is my co-host, the lovely Samuel Graham. Sam, how you doing? A.K.A. Coffee. Coffee McCofferson. Oh, I'll be coughing today. so much tonight. It's weird seeing him in such a good mood. I know. It's unsettling, to I'm be like, honest. He was literally <laughs> skipping around the kitchen. I know. Ugh. Yep. Makes, makes me sick. Makes me sick. <laughs> and there comes first cough at an untimely spot. Um, we're recording at Studio H just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms and uh, YouTube and, uh, you know, uh, Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcast and anything you can think of. Google um, Play. Yeah, precisely. Um, now, would you please subscribe, rate, review, and most <laughs> importantly, what I've been seeing is everybody sharing and retweeting that when the post goes up. Loving it. Please keep doing that. That's yeah. how it works. People's awesome. podcast. It's got to be word word of mouth. That's it. Now, should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they're going to get in touch? Sure. We are at the Football Show on all the social medias. It's Twitter, Instagram, and the old Facebook. Uh, and do you football show at gmail.com. Um, we do answer our DMs, which I actually have one uh, real quick. Excellent. And uh, breaking news, actually. Yes. Um, well, break- <laughs> breaking is re-record. By the time you all hear this, it'll be old news. <laughs> uh, the FA can confirm Raheem Sterling will not be considered for Thursday's Euro 2020 qualifier against Montenegro as a result of a disturbance at a private team area at St. George's Park today. He will remain with the squad. Gareth Southgate said, quote, We have taken the decision to not consider Raheem for the match against Montenegro on Thursday. One of the great challenges and strengths for us is that we've been able to separate club rivalries from the national team. Unfortunately, the emotions of yesterday's game were still raw. My feeling is that the right thing for the team is the action we have taken. Now that the decision has been made with the argument, or, I'm sorry, with the agreement of the entire squad, it's important that we support the players and focus on Thursday night. This was a statement released by the FA, sent to me by Russ, actually. Shocker. City player gets in trouble. The Liverpool player, eh, you can go ahead and play. We like you. It's all right. You did nothing wrong. Nothing to see here, you looky-loos. Yeah. Yeah, VAR fucking with the national squad now, too. That's it. Um, <laughs> That's it. Also had a great bit of correspondence with uh, um, me and him kind of oligarchied our uh, kids' soccer team this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the two of us kind of coached it together. Nice. Um, a friend of mine, Eric, who is a City fan. So uh, we had some good uh, good banter over the weekend. Um, mainly, there was a lot of fucks exchanged and a lot of VARs used uh, during that text conversation. But Probably he, in the reverse order? Yeah. 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 A lot of saying fuck VAR? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Now, um, also, next week when we uh, do our show for the international break, we're going to go a little free form. So we want emails. We want we correspondence. Shit you want to hear about, send it to us. If you want to talk mad shit, talk mad shit. Does it have to be about soccer? No. Ask us about anything. You ask us eat. about booze if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ask, ask us, about, ask us about the cough drop sale at CVS. Oh. Nah. Yeah, nah. fuck off. Nah. Will, you, will you read nah. another Mike Rogers email? I'm do- if he emails us, <laughs> I'm doing jazz <laughs> right, hands, Mike, by the way. you heard, because we know you're listening. <laughs> I'm amazed. I'm amazed he did not email yet, considering what happened yesterday. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially because he thinks I'm you. Yeah. So Arsenal lost and Liverpool won. So I think I just expected that he would have emailed. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he hasn't made bail yet. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans, what we are, we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sammy, 
What are we drinking on tonight? Uh, if you follow the Facebook, you will know that we are having <laughs> another cocktail this week. Uh, this is a bourbon drink known as a Gold Rush. Um, we use the Remus Repeal Reserve uh, bourbon whiskey. Uh, distilled Lawrenceville, Indiana. Comes in at 100 proof. We'll run you between $79.99 and $89.99 on the shelf. Um, this one is the 2018 medley release. Um, so they used two of the bourbons that they produced in 2007 and two of the bourbons they produced in 2008, blended them together, and they all have different mash bills. So 2007-1 was a 15% rye uh, on the mash bill. Um, they used 21% of that in this blend. Uh, the 2008, the first one they used was 50% rye. Uh, uh, in this in this product, another twenty one percent rye uh, on the mash bill. Two thousand seven number two, uh, they used ten percent, was thirty six percent rye, uh, and then two thousand eight number two was twenty five percent in this blend. They used thirty six percent rye. Very good. Yeah. So very cool. Very very cool stuff. Yeah, nice little high proof bourbon. Really yeah. really works with the uh, works with the cocktail as well. Um, like I said, we check out the video for the cocktail. Um, but before we get into it and clean glasses and get into the game, Sammy, I want to do a few announcements because we got a couple of big things going on. Ooh, a lot um, of things in the works. <laughs> I'll do mine first, then you do yours. So, Sounds good. Wait a minute. Do you want to do the big, big one to the end of the show? No, we're going to do it right here in the beginning. Yeah, and then we'll reiterate it at the end. Yeah. Oh my God! You guys talk about blowing your load. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, better if you make it last a little longer. All right. How, how about I do the first one, which is actually a plug for our friend. So we are men of a certain age, though. Okay, settle the fuck down, <laughs> both of you. Alan, our boy, and his uh, local supporters club for Newcastle, the uh, Mobtown Magpies, are getting the honor of hosting the National Toon Army Meetup in Baltimore. So nice. self-loathing, hating people around the world that support Newcastle because there just has to be a little bit of self-hatred in yourself to to support. I mean, I, I get it and I love you guys. You're awesome. But there's definitely some self-hatred. Um, on the weekend of April the 4th, uh, I believe they're playing Bournemouth that weekend. There'll be a viewing party. And we don't have the exact details, but Drunkard United Football Show will be involved. Because we, we also hate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So while I sit over here and cough to death, Sammy, why don't you tell everybody the big news about what we're doing? All right. So this is huge, huge news. Drum roll. Um, yeah, drum roll. Uh, Drunkard United is doing a live show. What? Yes. Yeah. We're doing a live show. We have teamed up with Monument City Brewing. Uh, they're going to host it um, on December 15th of this year, uh, 2019. You know, I heard they're a big fan of Big Sam's. They are. They are. Uh, our boy Simeon, uh, one of the bartenders there, is heading up the event uh, for us. And um, he is an Everton supporter and uh, Big Sam's uh, second biggest fan. Well, because people <laughs> like me, I'm a charming motherfucker. That's fine. Hatred is what drives this boat, okay? Okay. <laughs> and they hate the shit out of me. Good. Well done. <laughs> um, but so that day, uh, we'll start at 845 in the morning, go till 3 p.m., um, you can watch the Manchester United Everton match at nine o'clock with us, uh, and then at eleven thirty, City plays Arsenal. So you can watch me uh, piss, moan, curse, and rant my way through that one. But we'll be out and about, interacting with everybody, drinking beers during I'll the game. You, it's a thing to behold, to witness how he goes from American to British over the course of a couple pints. Yeah. It's oh, something yeah. you guys need to be there in person to see. Well, and the beauty, too, is when he goes into that uh, accent, it's kind of a melding of Scottish, Irish, and English. Oh, kind yeah. Of, that he f- <laughs> very f- easily flows in and out of. And his whole, yeah. the way he stands changes, like, suddenly, like, All his right. shoulders get hunched in. All right. Uh, they are located at 1 North Haven Street in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, we are going to be playing some games. We'll do a live recording as well and have a Q&A. Um, and we'll also be drinking excellent craft beers from Monument City. Will there be prizes? There will there be, might prizes. be prizes. Whoop, whoop. There also may be a sticker in your future. <gasps> we don't know. I like stickers. We have to go see how much money uh, Taylor's given us so far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um it is free to attend. Obviously, you have to pay for your beers, but there's no cost to get into the brewery uh, to hang out with us. So um, December 15th, uh, mark your calendars. Uh, we're going to have a big social media push from us, from them, um, and 
we're going to just basically annoy the fuck out of you with the details of it uh, until it happens. And uh, to all all of my, uh, we got multiple friends who are Christians that go to uh, church on Sunday. You got a month notice. Say a couple extra Hail Marys. Ask, on Saturday night. <laughs> ask, just ask Jesus off if you could have off on the 15th, okay? You know, just try to try to make it make it to the church of uh, football for the, for the Sunday. That's it. Also, um, up until then, you know, I always have a side drink. Uh, I am drinking <laughs> Monument City beers every uh, every show up until we do the live show. Today, I have the American Brown Ale. Um, it's a classic all malt American Brown Ale, uh, sweet multi backbone with noticeable but not overpowering hot presence. Uh, comes in at six percent. Um, brewed right there at Monument, canned at Monument, um, comes in 12-ounce cans, six-packs. Uh, it's an excellent, excellent little brown ale. Fabulous. All right, everybody, let's have a great show. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right. My drink's half empty. <laughs> that was a long intro this week. Friday night gave us a game with two teams desperate for a win. Who am I fucking kidding? Liverpool 3, Manchester City 1. Holy fuck. Take take controversy out. That was an amazing fucking game. It was awesome. For only having a total of, I think, eight shots on target, it was an amazingly entertaining. The, some of the football that was played was just, was just wild. Um, and then add in the spice of VAR being a fucking shit show again when it worked. Right, because <laughs> newsflash, everybody, it was unoperational in the first half. Yep, nobody fucking knew it. I don't know when there's two VAR calls, there wasn't working. Yep. So, uh, I, I mean, you got to talk about the controversy because it's really how the game opens, and it's ultimately what shapes the game as well. Um, <laughs> and directly resulted in a goal, essentially. <coughs> um, goal one? I think it was... A penalty. That one. Yeah. The one that happened later, I don't think was. Right. Right? But VAR is supposed to stamp this out. And if we're supposed to be playing a game under a certain set of rules, I don't understand how the game doesn't get delayed while they figure out what the fucking problem is with the VAR. Why are we just going on without it? You go. For, for you, me, I don't give a shit. TV, you go back to the studio. Yeah. Why you not? Can, you can delay the game. Absolutely. It don't matter. It'll be okay. 100%. But this is this is like what happened in the FA Cup, where they were using VAR in stadiums that were equipped for it, but in other ones they weren't. You're supposed to be playing on an even playing field, and if the VAR is going to fuck up, it needs to be able to fuck up for everybody. Yeah. It's unfair to the other teams that had VAR fuck up for them, and then this one they couldn't fuck up. Well, we've also seen precedent from just the week prior with uh, Everton and Tottenham that a that a hand in an unnatural position, if the ball hits it, even unintentionally, is a handball. That is the way the rule is written. So that happened last week, and they had VAR, and they chose not to f- reverse the call. This week, they didn't have VAR, but it's it still happened. It was, you know, but the call didn't get made. So right. cl- clearly, the ref is interpreting what is a rule that is written very black and white. You know what I think the problem is? is I think part of it is we've been playing this game for 20 years, 30 years, and the handball rule was, for the most part, the same for a very long period of time. Forever. And then all of a sudden, it changed this summer to everything's a handball. Yeah, it's either unintentional or intentional, and if it's unintentional, it's not a handball. Period. End of discussion. And now, if it's inside the box, it doesn't matter. It's a handball. Right. And where I say... I, I don't agree that it should be black and white because it's not. Obviously, that's the second one. Alexander Arnold didn't mean to hit it with his hand. His hand was in a perfectly natural position, down right. by his side. It wasn't extended away from his body like it was in the first one, and it didn't cut off a pass to a, stri- a player streaking in behind him, which that ball would have gotten there had his hand not been in the way. Oh, yeah. That should have been a penalty the first one. Oh, yeah. Like I said, the second one, where I, I think it was Raheem Sterling, Flick the ball up. Maybe it was Bernardo. Flick the ball up into his hand, but his hand was down by his side in a perfect. What's he supposed to do? Yeah. And he's only a foot, two feet away from him, tops. You know what I mean? What's what is he supposed to do to get his hand out of the way for that one? I agree. That one's not a penalty. The first one though, definite pen. Mane in the Champions League final uh, flicks a ball up into the armpit of Sissoko. Yep. Gets yep. called a handball. Yep. 
It did. <laughs> it definitely did. VAR checked it back, and what was it? A handball. Well, um, yep. And I, now, now, more importantly, you know, let's get away from that. Holy fuck, what a shot from Fabinho Whoa. for that Whoa. first goal. He caught that clean as a whistle. Jesus Christ. You're like, you don't want to take away from what actually happened at the other, the other end of the field, because frankly, it's what is was considered brilliant. legitimate play. That was pretty fucking brilliant. That was brilliant. He took it out. Uh, ball got played to his wrong side. He took it with the underside of his right foot, teed it up for himself perfectly, and he found the middle of that ball. And that bone... <laughs> That's right on top of your foot where your laces are, you know, when, where you put your laces through it, the crank one, yeah. that bone that's, that sticks out was perfectly pinpoint accurate to the middle of that ball. You can't strike a ball any better than that. He got over it. It, it only ended up about shoulder height. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, he puts that in any other direction and completely misses the net. Oh, yeah. But that was uh, special. Uh, that was good to perfectly. see. And Claudia Bravo was nowhere to be found. <laughs> I mean, he tried to patty cake at it, but there was there was nothing doing there. Yeah, and the ball was already in the back of the net, really. By the time he was diving past where it I, went in, I don't know if Ederson saves that one either. But nah, I also think, like, I don't goal, think so. goal number three, Ederson definitely doesn't Absolutely. let happen. Absolutely, um, but also Claudio Bravo was shit in this game. When you have <laughs> your backup keeper in, your defense gets a little uneasy. Well, and they're still running with Fernandinho in the defense. Yeah, but I wouldn't put anything on Fernandinho. I mean, I feel like no, no, no. no. I was, yeah. They're just they're still not full strength. I think that obviously played a part in it. Yeah, you know that if they had Laporte back there, I don't think you know one or two of those things happen. I don't think somebody freaks out like they did and played the ball out to to Fabinho with a, a weak clearance. I think um, Emer- uh, Americ Laporte cranks that over over midfield. Right now, um, going on to goal number two, and we'll talk about. The other offside that got called later when we get into Tottenham and Sheffield, but um, uh, Mo Salah was off more by more than that on the second goal, and again, VAR unoperational. Uh, they looked at it for thirty seconds. I don't know. Been enough people that have gone back and put up the graphics. He was a whole like knee offsides when the ball uh, was played. When, when it actually was, left his foot. When the ball was played. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. That was um, a great cross, though. But it was it was kind of interesting that VAR... It was a brilliant cross. Very interesting that VAR only needed 30 seconds to figure that out. But it took three minutes for other shit. Again, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it um, it was a great cross, though, from Andy Robertson. It was absolutely brilliant. Beautiful cross. And it happened to get there at the exact moment that Claudio Bravo... I don't know if you saw the angle from in slow motion behind Mo Salah. Did you see that angle of the replay? No. His head meets it the moment that Claudio Bravo planted his feet as he was shifting his body weight. So there was absolutely no way that he was going to be able to get back off of his feet to come come back to the other side. Oh, God, no. It God, just, no. He had just shifted his – and right as his head meets the ball, bang, his feet hit the ground, and he's just rooted, just stuck. The incredible part about that, Sam, was they get the two quick goals, and frankly, at that point of time in the game, City was dominating. It was all City. 100% offense, and it was all over. It was City was all over it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, it really was pretty even on the stats. I think Liverpool had 45% possession mm-hmm. to City's 55. Liverpool actually outshot them 5-3. to three. And part of that was due to um, Sergio Aguero being just a half step late every time. Yeah. There well, were a couple many, of great balls put into him. How many that balls he normally gets on the end? dribbled past the goal and kind of. Just past the post and outside. Oh yeah, there was that, so much. Uh huh. The the other thing um, to take it back is one thing that I really hate about uh, the professional game, just in general. Um, people would rather appeal to the referee than play to the whistle, right? Oh yeah. So yes, it should have been a handball, but that ball fell to Van Dyke after it hit Alexander Arnold's hand, and he didn't know what to do with it. Sergio Aguero was standing next to him. And instead of going for the ball and trying to make something happen, possibly he gets kicked like Mane did with uh, Serge Aurier yeah. um, and gets a penalty or something. He would rather look at the referee hand raised and talk to the ref and, and point it at his hand, handball, handball. Well, the ball's still there. The referee hasn't blown the whistle. The game's still on. 
play to the whistle, man. Yeah, we well, we've said that a uh, hundred thousand times. Right. If you listen to the show, even we if, always say play to the whistle. Even if you just get to the ball and knock it out of bounds or something, that goal might not happen. Yeah, you have time to reset. They can't counterattack. You know what I mean? It just for me, I I just thought it was very strange from a season pro to only want to appeal to the referee and not do anything else. <laughs> so we kept saying City's going to make a statement. City's going to make a statement. Well, Liverpool made a statement. That was flat out a statement win for them. Oh yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely, and great work from Jordan Henderson to get that third goal for Mane again. Claudio Bravo should have done better. Yeah, it was great by Jordan Henderson though. Yep. Um, how good is this team? Real fuck good. Can they real fuck good? Can they keep this up? Can they go undefeated? They'll ha- no, they won't go undefeated. They'll have a wobble. They'll have a draw, then a loss, and then they'll pick it right back up like they did last season, I think. I don't think they're going to have the crazy shit in a, uh, right in a row, all dependent on if they can stay healthy. And them deciding to participate in the Club World Cup as the champions of Europe, um, I think is going to, could prove detrimental, to be honest. I think right now it's Liverpool's to lose. Um, I think they have the best chance of anybody to 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 do it. What I'm worried about is traveling to the Middle East for two weeks at the beginning of December, somebody getting hurt, two players getting hurt, traveling back. You got time difference. You got extra games. You have all this and that. And now you have a three-game slide. Well, City's right back in it, and their goal differential is far superior. They had a uh, nine-point nine lead last season, and they gave it away. They had a 10. Yeah. And that was in January. <laughs> um, I think it really comes down to December. How do they make it through December? Right, really is what. Well, be. they're going to have a ton of games in hand because of these because of these things. Ooh, ooh, Sam, 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 Sam. Uh, yes, yes. You in the back? Now, now that we're done talking about the game, can we talk about it? <gasps> ooh, it. Yeah, it. What's it? The shade. All oh the my shade. God, oh. Pep Guardiola and the shade. Yes. All the shade. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Um, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, Pepa Guardiolis, uh, I guess would be <laughs> his drag name. Yeah. Um, stood up next to Rue, put on the glasses. The library was open, and he began to read the referees. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> only people who watch RuPaul's Drag Race get that reference, which is everybody in this room, <laughs> except me. Oh, uh, you watched it. We don't have that channel. My wife watches it, oh. but she has to watch it later on YouTube. Womp, womp. Womp. Yeah. Oh well. Yes. So uh, just the shade that Pep threw. Yeah, the, I love him the kissing the, the twice, the two times to the crowd <laughs> and getting in like the press <laughs> row with the crowd. That's this funny. The best oh, the, game, the, my team. I'm so proud the of the press her. conference. Yeah, it was the best game my team has ever played, and yeah. they <laughs> they know why we are two time champions. They know. They know. It's yeah. okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then they'd ask him about the call and he goes ah oh, you got to you got to talk to uh, Oliver you got to talk to you got to talk to the officials they they call the game and they they can tell you what the calls were that's not for me to talk about that's so, you should go talk to them you should go talk to the VAR people they can they can tell you everything that's going on who shared it on the closed group that had Michael Oliver in the uh in the Liverpool kit um that one was John the photoshop yeah that one was yeah, I believe and, John and then there was um one that was Liverpool Yes, oh, L I V A R. That was Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay did that. That's right. And uh, <laughs> my, like my, pers- my personal pool. favorite from yeah. uh, from uh, Taylor doing Screaming Woman and putting Pep's face on the Screaming Woman. Yes, Screaming <laughs> Woman at the cat, and the cat was Michael Oliver. That was very funny that too. That meme was fabulous. There was a lot of really good ones that came out of that. Yeah, I just I just needed to get all of that cattiness out of me because that ending with Pep was just fucking brilliant. I mean, it's no Jose Mourinho, but it was pretty fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah. Very good. You know, Sam, the big six aren't necessarily the top six. And three games with three very different results. Leicester City 2, Arsenal 0, Tottenham 1, Sheffield United 1, Man United 3, Brighton 1. Um, Arsenal lines up defensively in a appeared to be intimidated by the Foxes. Uh, I was happy to turn this off uh, and go to Tegan's last game of the season. And frankly, the kids were more exciting than the Arsenal were. 
They were absolutely <laughs> fucking pitiful yet again. They only mustered one shot on fucking target the whole game. Emery has to go. Emery has to go. This is unacceptable. I'm not doing a double, man. <laughs> Sam's getting me my Malort shot ready and got a little heavy-handed. He did. because <laughs> so, he doesn't have like, to do that's one. That's completely I got, unfair. I got a little extra, and I just poured it into the next class because yeah. that'll be for Melissa later. <sighs> um, But yeah, so the lineup, I was actually a little bit more impressed with some of the player selection. But again, we bottled it. And the players don't look like they know what they're doing. They don't look like they know how to play football anymore. The only good thing that's come out of the last week is Granite Jacques is officially stripped of the Arsenal captaincy. Now they handed it to Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. I don't know that he's a leader. Yeah. <laughs> so I. It's Terrera, a sh- it's Terrera a sh- loves rubs me as a leader. Yeah, Ganduzi even, but it, David Luiz Love is there thereabouts. Yeah. You know. Um, it's a shit show right now. Great to see Hector Bellerin back on the field finally. Yeah. Ninety minutes under his belt, um, but it, it's it's a shit show, man. the The kids' game was more exciting than Arsenal played. Um, it was brilliant, and we tied three three. Tegan's team. They should be afraid to play you, not vice versa. Yeah. That's yep. it's. Well, I mean, you know I, what it is. It's the confidence brimming from Brendan Rodgers getting his teeth fixed. <laughs> You don't, you don't have much else to say, huh? No, I fuck them. I fuck them. All right, cheers. Your shot. All right, so on to uh, your favorite topic, Spurs. Oh, yeah, you look like you enjoyed that one. Mm. That's I bad. feel like it's been a while since you've had to do one. It has been because we've been drawing every fucking yeah. game. <laughs> I'm starting to get used to it. All right, so um, Sam, Tottenham can't get it right, but at least Son scored. And he's been through so much this past he- week. And he's a really, really nice guy. And good for him. Good for him. He dove again. Did you see that? The uh, Just the outcrying. Hashtag courage. Love. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good to see him score. Oh, it's so good to see Gomez barely fucking walking, asshole. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I feel you. The fucking people just falling all over themselves. Pulls the the kind of Asian coyness, kind of oh I'm sorry, kind of shy coyness to him, and everybody's falling for it. And you saw him chase down a guy last year at a Bournemouth game and hack him from behind. You saw him chase down Gomez here, and in and he's not the sweet angel that everybody's making him out to be. And in the meantime, a guy has lost five months of his fucking career, and his career may be forever changed because. You got a little antsy because a call got missed. Yeah. Fuck off. Just fuck off. Well, Sheffield United were very resilient and actually had a goal chalked off for VAR also. Uh, that was less offside than apparently Mo Salah, which I did not see. A toe. Yep. A to- literally a toe. Now um, we, we you know, we Sterling it was a it was an it was a shoulder and and Firmino it was an elbow or an armpit. So I, yeah, it seems so, to be the only thing they can quote get right. I, right. So this, um, for me, about two two thirds of the ball uh, was managed by Tottenham uh, in this game, and they only had one more shot on target than Sheffield did. Sheffield are ridiculously efficient with their possession um, and creating chances with the very little of the ball that they've had against the big six clubs. Uh, they did it against us when they beat us one 0 in this game. Um, uh, did and, it to Chelsea. Did it to Chelsea as well. Exactly. I couldn't think of the third club. Um, they're a more exciting Burnley with as organized and uh, I'll give you that astute one. as they are at the back, it seems like. They're goalkeepers on point. Just that a lot of things are going right. And they're sitting in fifth above us, which is fucking ridiculous. Okay. If their goalkeeper's on point, it just adds the conspiracy theory that the uh, league wants uh, Liverpool to win because the only time he was. Uh, not a brick wall back there was the time he dropped a ball on the goal for uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, the conspiracy theory thickens. <laughs> and really, Sanz was unlucky. The goal that they gave up took a little deflection. His foot would have got to it had it not deflected uh, and, and megged him. Yeah. Um, so that was a little unlucky as well. Uh, but it, I, he had a worldie again, um, uh, their goalkeeper. Henderson. But end of it, 
Uh, for me, I just want everybody to please take a moment and have a laugh at Tottenham sitting in 14th place. Ha, 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 I but I'm in no position to laugh at anybody <laughs> right now. Yeah, I feel you. You're actually tied with them on points now after your win. I know. By the way. But goal differential. Yeah, goal differential. Mm-hmm. That's why we're in sixth, because Sheffield fucking United has a better goal difference than we do. The wow. Blades. It's a fucking shame. Wow. A travesty. Really? A mockery. A tram shamocrity. A tram shamocrity. I love it. Fucking shambolic. Emery has to go. This is the perfect time to let him go, too. We got two weeks to find somebody. It's fucking bullshit. They came out twice now in a week since Saturday, in 48 hours, not in a week, and given him their support, the board. And there's no reason to fire him now after they've given him the support. I thought we were done talking about Arsenal. I'm so that Malort's kicking in. You're mad enough to burn a jersey. Well, the, yeah, the, oh, the 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 that's sad. By the way, it, it pains my heart. The um, the Malort's kicking in, Hurry. and so the fire is is being breathed. It's angry. Yeah. Let's get to the third of those games. Manchester United actually look like Manchester fucking uh, United. I don't know about that. They were wasteful. They bad. They were wasteful. They look. It they've looked a, better than they've looked in a long well, that's fair. fucking time. Yeah, that's fair. It took him a while to break the deadlock, 16 minutes, um, through a deflected shot. But um, but they had wasted four or five opportunities prior to that, and you thought, again, it was just going to be one of those fucking days. Uh, but then Rashford and Martial both got on the score sheet. Um, I think so. Yeah, did Martial did. score? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, luckily, VAR ruled uh, McTominay was onside, um, uh, and they doubled their lead. So VAR got one right. Uh, and then, um, like I said, they restored the lead through uh, through Marcus Rashford uh, after Brighton pulled one back against the run of play uh, through uh, Lewis Dunk. Um, that was it. Rashford and Martial need to play as a two-striker system. Yep. They or keep, do it. I like Rashford coming in off the wing. I mean, that's where he kind of made his name over the last few seasons. Mm-hmm. And Anthony Martial really does look like he's able to lead the line pretty well and almost a false nine kind of situation where he's not really a point man like Lukaku was you know what I mean yeah so do we think this team might be coming together it's possible but I think their defense is still that um kind of shaky to be honest with you yeah um I don't know that they have the true cohesion uh that they're gonna need uh to really kick on the other problem I think they're gonna have is when the ego of Paul Pogba comes back how do they all react to it it's not does help. it un- does it unsettle the team? Does it you know what do you do? And the way that they they've kind of started to to gel a little bit in midfield, um, what you know what does he do to that? Because everybody's working hard at the moment. Pereira, uh, Freddie McTominay, uh, McTominay seem to get each Fred, other. Yeah. Now the only problem is there's not really much of a creative bone in either one of their bodies. Right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um. So um, I don't know. Um, the uh, I to be honest with you, I was drunk when I wrote the notes for this one. Oh, so good. I don't really have a lot else to say. Heard well. <laughs> <laughs> got me fucking coughing again. You got me laughing. Sorry. See, that's probably not let you, uh, Sam, for the rest of the show. Please don't be entertaining. I can't be funny because you might make me laugh and I'll cough. <laughs> when I was twelve, my <laughs> I had whooping cough uh, in the spring. And I'm just going to mute him and let him die <laughs> in the corner. Go ahead and talk I had, to me. I had me. whooping cough in the spring. Uh-huh. And that summer, my family went to Ocean City. It was me, my six brothers and sisters. And um, basically, the barometer of whether or not something was funny was if it made me cough. Aww. Yeah, it was pretty good. And the longer I coughed and the closer to death that I got, like ranked it from like, oh, that was like a three because he only coughed twice. But, oh, he almost passed out. That's an eight. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> Sam hasn't passed out yet, so be funnier. <laughs> Rounding out the rest of the league in Osa, that happened. Everton 2, Southampton 1, Newcastle 2, Bournemouth 1, Chelsea 2, Palace 0, Wolves 2, Villa 1, Burnley 3, West Ham 0, Watford 2, Norwich 0. Everton finally went in an away match. Yeah. Holy shit. They did. How about that? Uh, Morgan Schneiderlin was made to look like a bitch by uh, Sofiane Buffal, though. 
for yeah. Southampton's goal. Um, I've discovered any substitute that comes on the field immediately um, like becomes Lionel Messi against Everton. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tussar, Tussar did that a few weeks ago. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's just immediately what happens. I hear you. Instantaneously. So um, now we should probably fucking do that again. Tom Davies. Hell of a game. Tom Davies. You know what? I don't want to go sucking their dicks too much. Well, he needs to add goals to his game, so it was nice to see him get on the score sheet, to be honest with you. Um, I, that player works his fucking socks off and deserves goals every now and again. And deserves to be on the pitch. Him I, and Mason Holgate are making a very, very good statement for case. why yeah, they absolutely. should stay on the field. 100%. And Keane hasn't really been 100% this year, so put Keane on the bench and let him think about you, it a little. Who do you guys have next game? Do you know? Uh, we go. We have uh, a Nor- weeks, Norwich coming, coming to Goodison. Oh, so we got a lovely have, day out. Have to win that one. That'd be a lovely day and, out. And then the shit show begins. Then it's at Leicester, uh, at Liverpool, um, Leicester in the uh, the League Cup, um, at Man United for the Monument Brewing uh, Drunkard United live show. That's right. Then uh, Chelsea at home and Arsenal at home, but uh, all you'll, all you'll of beat that us too. all of that happens. If we still have Emery, you'll beat us too. And then we have like Burnley and Newcastle to round out the the year as well. And right. I think Newcastle is at Newcastle. Yeah, so I mean, what, it's what's a hell? It's a hell. We're we're about to really get beat up with the schedule. What's nice is coming out of the international break, though. You've got a lovely, lovely old time against uh, Norwich. <laughs> I think um, you'll be fine, to be honest with uh, you. Ho- hopefully, you know what? I'll I'll feel better about it. If we win the game, like for now, there's no need to be patting them too much on the back. You want a road game. You're a good team. You should be winning more of these. In yeah. fact, you should be winning these against all the teams that are worse than you. Not not one. Finally, in like 19 games, you got to win on the fucking road. You want to you. We have top six aspirations. Yeah, that's the shit you have to do. So Sadibe with an excellent cross. <coughs> Richardson with a great finish. Yep. I mean, it was, but that that's it. Done talking about him. You know what? Newcastle has won two games in a row. For the first time in four fucking ever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they never win two games in a row. No. Two Castle. There is a point where I can call them Two Castle. Hey, and their two wins in a row. Sense. Yeah. There you go. And on the day that we announced the Toon Army meetup. Absolutely. As well, in addition to the Drunkard United uh, live show. And we're about to talk about another American scoring, but let's talk about the American on Newcastle that scored. DeAndre Yedlin. Diving header. Absolutely. It was awesome. Um, it was actually an entertaining game. It was. I was really surprised, to be to be completely fair. Um, and Newcastle were turning the screw a bit. Uh, but Almiron and St. Million, uh, St. Maximon, sorry. I think I uh, I got a little autocorrect happy here. Yeah. St. Millian um, is cursed to never score despite their hard work. Those two just, for whatever reason, cannot find the back of the work, fucking Work bat. their ass off and cannot score. <laughs> yeah, can't do anything. Um, but luckily, Yedlin, uh, Yedlin was there. Um, St. Maximon accidentally found Yedlin, actually, but uh, he tucked that header home uh, just like big brother Pulisic uh, did for Chelsea. Yep. which we'll come on to. Uh, and then Kieran Clark all of a sudden picking up Fabian Cher's scraps uh, as the like highest-scoring center back ever yeah. <laughs> in the history of center backs yep. in England. Yep, just getting it done. I, you know They're what? just crushing it. Their, their center backs have scored four of their last six goals. They, they might have already done enough because there's a couple of teams that are bad enough. I think it's pretty clear Norwich and Southampton – Awful. Watford isn't much better. They're, they might have already given themselves a decent amount of breathing room. It's like, just get the t- get the points you're supposed to get, yep. and you're probably safe. Well, that's the the Rafa method, right? Was get the points you're supposed to get, and you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, which they were. And luckily, Steve Bruce, who's been relegated, I think, more times than anybody else, um, is kind of picking that method up uh, no. where Rafa left off. And they're they're actually getting the job done, and it's, it's nice to see. Andy Carroll also featured uh, for his hometown club uh, mm-hmm. after moving back in the summer. Yep. Uh, and they come back against Aston Villa. So let's see. It's Ooh. at Villa. Oh, fun. So let's see what, uh, what the villains can muster up in way of resistance to the train that is Newcastle. The Alan Melissa Darby. Ooh. We may have to we may have to plan our own little uh, meetup for that one. Heard. When is that one? 
That is in two weeks. You close the app. Much like the Aston Villa game, I fell asleep this time. <laughs> uh, that will be at some point in the near future. All right. Well, Alan, at some point in the near future, hit up... Uh, Monday, November 25th at 3 p.m. Found it. Wow. That is a really crappy time for a game. Yeah. Yep. Monday night game. Uh, Monday, Monday night football. happy hour game, I guess. Yep. Kind of. So let's get on to the uh, next game, the Chelsea game. Uh, Chelsea's rolling. Pulisic scores. Tammy Abraham scores. They're on fire. Yeah, and great reactions by Pulisic because it was a um, a deflected shot from Michi Batshuayi yep. uh, that he reacted to first and bravely headed in because Patricio was coming out also. Not Patricio, Guaida uh, was coming out also. I was planning ahead and fucked up. Sorry. Um, Chelsea dominated the game. Uh, Palace only mustered one shot on target. Uh, they've got arsenalitis. Um, and Pulisic having that couple of weeks out of the squad and making just kind of 10-minute cameos seems to finally have settled. Uh, and I believe that's his fifth goal in three games. No shit. Yep. Oh, yep. the... He's doing very well. And Guida, by his standards, was having a worldie as well. It could have been much, much more. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's uh, Guida is turned into a top-class fucking keeper in this league. Uh, he still can't catch the ball for real. He's a great shot stopper. It ain't going in the back of the net. No, he's a great shot stopper, but holding on to the ball is still an issue for him. Um, but punching, tipping over the bar, in terms of just blocking shots, he's a, he's a good goalkeeper. So um, West Midlands Derby really didn't have much to it. It was pretty boring, to be honest with you. We, yeah. Mel and I sat there and watched the match, and it really offered nothing. Yeah, uh, and a shame for Jed Steer. Uh, oh yeah, to be honest to get with hurt. You. Yeah, I mean that's hurt. really that's really the most of the uh, action. Yeah, I mean you were the best goalkeeper in the championship last season. You know, to to you know, but an argument can be made for that. And first game in the Prem in like four years, and yeah. it was in five for years, less yeah. than five minutes. Yep, yep. And Aston Villa, obviously, when they got promoted, went out and signed Tom Heaton away from Burnley. And hey, thanks, Jed Steer. Appreciate it. You're now our number two. Right. Like it was hard done there, and then to finally get on the field because of a heat and injury. Yeah. Then this happens to him. It's like that you dude. just you really feel for the guy. It's it's that's unfortunate. Didn't bitch. Um, didn't moan. Tyrone Mings with a Sam Graham type foul. Oh yeah. Yep. Love that. But he was so cool about completely it too, cleaned him out. <laughs> yeah, but Love he was it. so like in control. It wasn't emotional. It was just. Matter of fact, you're there get, you go. Yeah, I'm going to sit your ass down, mm-hmm. and you're just going to get up, and that's going to be fine. That's what I love about Mings, is he's just, he's so fucking cool. Everything yeah. he does, he's in control, he's a natural-born leader, and his haircut. I mean, can we really talk about that? Okay, maybe yeah. not with you uh, guys. Oh, wow. I love his hair. My His head's bald. I'm shaved. I know, I'm looking I'm, around the room going, I'm no guard. to appreciate this. A shame nobody on their defense decided to mark anybody outside the 18 no. for the first goal. Well, there it was that free kick, actually, resulted yeah. in a training ground routine from Wolves that saw the ball kind of squared across to Ruben Neves, who uh, another show we listened to, I don't know if you listened to it today or not, uh, another show we listened to mm-hmm. made the point that essentially every goal he scores is from like 40 yards out. Yeah. <laughs> He has to be one of the most prolific outside-the-box goal scorers yeah, ever, Ruben Neves. should have seen that coming. So let's yeah. leave him uncovered. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Nobody closed him down at all, yeah. but it was a good strike. And you felt for the kid that went in, uh, uh, Nylon? Nalen? Um, yeah. uh, that you, went you, in for uh, Jed Steer. You, you, know I, you know I like oh, to make... Oh, the one they wrapped in bubble tape? Yeah, you basically. Know, you know I like to make uh, your mom jokes at Mel's expense? Yes. So uh, the goalkeeper's name was uh, Orjan uh, Nalen. So I went... Or your mom could be a goalie. <laughs> That's funny. Her name is Jan. Might have come to that. Yeah, That's let's funny. go ahead and uh, oh, pass I, Mel a uh, little alert. Um, Do you have more to say about the game? Yeah, I just, I don't. just quickly. Uh, Trezeguet pulled one back, but because everybody was waiting for VAR and goal line technology, and every, the stadium didn't really do anything. Oh, And I he? found it very funny did he? that him running back to midfield, he's like, hey, fucking cheer for me. Yell, yell, scream. Um, I wouldn't know because, honestly, I totally fell asleep at halftime. Right. I literally was snoring on the couch. I could have given that much of a shit. I hear you. Also very funny. um, One of your center backs, Esri Ngoya? Uh Uh-huh. Maybe he's a midfielder. Midfielder. Anyway, 
it was a Villa corner. Ball got cleared out. Triore's up top, and ball bounced, and Esri jumped, headed it, and then did it like the weirdest full body cartwheel ever. Like ran into his hip, hit Triore's shoulder, and he flipped. Hands hit the ground, and then he landed on the side. It was fantastic. I thought that was very funny. Triore completely unfazed. Yeah. Mm. Once again, I say um, with my <laughs> shot, I just say meh. That's it. Meh. All right. So um, Burnley was him. Burnley recovers really, really nicely. Um, the wheels have completely fallen off the bus at West Ham. Yeah, I, I think, again, a lot of it just comes down. We were talking with Chris over the weekend on uh, on the closed Facebook group, um, Drunkard United uh, FC uh, on Facebook. Just uh, try to join that. Um, it, they just look completely a shell of themselves. They, they just lack confidence. They just have no belief that they can do anything. And I'm, I'm not sure what happened all of a sudden other than Fabianski's injury. Um, but they, and it's really surprising to say, I said this to Chris as well, because Mark Noble is a leader. Mark Noble is one for a, a, a rash tackle to galvanize the team. He's just not getting it done. Yeah. And they, they're lacking leadership at the moment, which is strange to say with a player of his, his character and his ability um, at his age and experience, you know? Um, and then again, that without Fa- Fabianski does a lot of work to keep them in games. I think their their backline leaves a lot to be desired. We've talked about it a ton last season, where yep. like where they lost the game, we're like, "Ooh, it could have been a lot worse if Fabianski didn't make four or five saves in the first fifteen minutes." Yep. You know, very. So common. without him, they've they've been hurting, and um, but that that's no reason to capitulate like they do. You know, Burnley hadn't scored uh, a, a ton of goals this season. There's there's no reason you should be giving up three to them, even away from home. Yeah, that's not Burnley style. It's normally a, a one nothing at best. Um, Watford finally get a win on Friday Night Lights. Oh, I did have one question. Sure. How long before Ed Woodward's way overpays for uh, McNeil from Burnley and then ruins him? Uh, January. All right. Um, so Watford finally get a win. Norwich, this is a big problem as as. You know, fun weekend. We had a relegation six-pointer to open the weekend, and we had a championship six-pointer to close the weekend. So that was a lot of fun. And Norris is going to be in a bad way. Watford was absolute dog shit up to this point this season, except for when they played us. Um, well, the last few weeks, they've been getting a lot of draws, and if they've lost, they've lost close. They've You could see that it was coming, that the win was eventually going to get there. Um, misfortune for Norwich to make a mistake very early on in the game and give up the goal. You know, that, that Emiliano really Bu- uh, Buendia got caught in possession <laughs> by De La Feu and he just sprinted off and scored. Um, by the way, Emiliano Buendia, um, I found this very interesting. Cuban. We always talk about the uh, Americans and the Mexicans that play in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah you don't normally see a CONCACAF guy, especially one from, you know, a, a smaller country like Cuba, and particularly Cuba, Playing, you know, international allowed, soccer. Are we allowed to say that? Isn't there? Well, you know, is in, there a in, trade embargo well, or something? We're just yeah. <laughs> can we use the name? I mean, <laughs> no. he's a, Google if we have to beep this. He's he's <laughs> allowed to put the show airs. He's he's allowed to get a visa in, in into uh, England because there's no trade embargo with. No, with I know, I know, I'm joking. But but obviously. still, it's it's kind of cool to see. You don't see that very often, you know. No, yeah, absolutely. That that is a lot of fun. Um, Norwich were wasteful. Obviously, because Watford did have someone sent off, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they ended up with a lot of the ball as a result of it. Uh, Christian Cavaselli was that player on 65 minutes, and Watford held on, but only just um, to that to that two 0 lead. So here's the key thing: if only someone had told you last week Watford was going to win, it's time to tell you what little we know. It's prediction time. Oh no shit! Oh, let's. Oh no shit! Here. <laughs> so Pat almost gets out of the hole. He's only, I think, down like twenty-five now because he got his over for the uh, for the City Liverpool game. Um, I've knocked out two in a row, so I'm kicking ass. Um, Kitty's had a bad run lately. Ray missed, and uh, how'd your crazy, stupid bet come through there, Sammy? 
Uh, well, two thirds of it came in, but that doesn't win you any money. That's what makes it even better. Yeah, is the two thirds that came through was you betting, betting against, against my your own team. team. Yeah, yeah, it's just great. The easy one, the easy one that should have come in for you didn't come in. Yep. If only um, somebody had told you to not pick the draw and to take the win. So I wrote fucking canaries. Uh, the other half came in because Arsenal fucking sucks. Hashtag Emery out. There we go. Let's go ahead and put that into the cup of losers. Feed me. Dorts by Rec Cup of Losers. There it is. Mostly mine. There we go. Mostly mine. All right. We're so not betting it, this week. Exactly. See, that's the part I read, Sam. Right. But I, even though you wrote it down for me, forgot to say to drink responsibly. So I'm going to use this time where we're not putting bets in to say drink responsibly. <laughs> I would like you to read <laughs> exactly where I put it in the show sheet for you no, and I did. exactly what I, I put. On the show yeah, sheet word, for you. Word for word, what does it say? And it's in all cap locks. Hold on, underneath where the alcohol portion is. Remember to say drink responsibly, you fucking tool. Didn't you read that aloud in the pre-show? I did. I did. And didn't you forget that to say it? That makes it even funnier. <laughs> yes, I did forget it. Legitimately forgot it. Not, I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> well, we found out a way to uh, fill time on prediction time. There we go. Um, no bets this week due to the international break. Uh, I am currently sitting at minus 423 because my bet came in. Um, grinding out of the hole little by little. And uh, Graham is sitting at um, down 1185 with only a single $15, $15 win to show for it. That's fine. You know what's going to happen, right? I'm going to bet four things the last day of the season. They're all going to come in, and I'm going to beat you by $8. And it'll yeah. all be ridiculous bets that you <laughs> yeah. have no business And they're all going to come in. Um, exactly. And I'm going to yeah. beat you by 8 bucks. All right. So how's my chicken doing? Do you want the music <laughs> or just the update? Just the update. How's my chicken doing? Not good. Really? Yeah. So I went up to visit her, and I was picking her up and petting her, and she's just under her breath saying, fuck VAR, fuck right. VAR. Do you, you want to hear what it sounds like when she does it? Sure. Brock VAR. Brock VAR. <laughs> Brock VAR. Hey. We well, were... didn't you think it was weird when we were at the gas station? Yeah. And uh, the attendant was asking us where Kitty was. And do you think he's our bookie? You know, he's this... Um, he had way too many questions about my chicken and really, her Really, really Yeah, the, the gelled the back hair. Uh-oh. You Did know, go by uh, Vinny? Uh, it wasn't Vincenzo. I... Uh, I believe it was uh, Stefano. Uh-oh. Stefano. Uh-oh. Careful. I, I thought that was more of a Russian name. And he was like, you know, the kitty. Where's the kitty? The, the doing the finger you thing? Yeah. In yeah, my like imagination, the, he was Ukrainian yeah. or Russian. You know, it was a little... It's amazing how we both interpreted this entire <laughs> conversation <laughs> Completely differently. differently yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, got to be uh, looking out for our girl. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. Uh, she's As not I can doing... die. <laughs> <laughs> she's he's he's so broken up about it. Yeah, she's not doing well. Um, That's not good, man. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid. Like you know, one day there's not going to be a kitty, and someone will just drop a bucket of fried chicken in our front door. Yeah, right. On that note, written in half Russian and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, remember when you do gamble, gamble responsibly and legally. I wasn't there. We killed it. We nice. fucking killed it. Eight to two. And uh, Rafi, <laughs> one of our boys that uh, kind of manages the other team uh, that we played, they started playing bitch rule, uh-huh. and I called them out on it, and then they didn't play bitch rule again. <laughs> I was like, well, first off, the game didn't matter because we failed to make the playoffs. Right. So I was like, Rafi, you're playing punk. <laughs> you're playing punk in a game that doesn't matter, and he yanked the player off the field. Ah, uh, very good. It was good. I mean, you have to call him out for that. A lot of respect. Yeah. A lot of respect. Finished uh, four, two, and three. Um, yep. Third place. Finished in third place. Yeah. So, yep. you know, things are on the up. We just got to make sure we win the games we need to win to uh, get in the playoffs. But I think we finally got ourselves a uh, Division One playoff team, sir. Well, that's because yeah. you have Josh. That's true. I think it's because we have Josh. Yeah, and we're adding two more young people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Smart move. Yeah, we and we that. we have his brother too. When his brother decides to show up, and he happens oh, to be really good too. Yeah, he is no, really good. Uh, his brother, aka the Ringer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, it's all based on time. He's a personal trainer, so he does a lot of evening work. Oh yeah, so it's of just course. it's the time of our games that sometimes suck. But we do have two eleven tens. 
this this session nice. so far. Well, you know that's all going to change. Yeah, right? of course it yeah. is. And of course the schedule's going to change. Yep. So uh, that about right wraps it up, boys and girls. Sammy, got any parting words? Uh, just remind you, December 15th, 8.45 a.m. at Monument City Brewing in Baltimore. Um, we're going to be doing our first live show. Make sure you come out. It's free to attend. Uh, you do have to pay for your beers, uh, but you can come watch the games, drink with us, ask us questions. You uh, can pay for my beers, too, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> you could I be, can be bought. You could be featured on the show. I think we're going to do a recorded Q&A. Yep, absolutely. Um, some games. We're some games, yeah. Uh, we'll have We'll have some giveaways. We'll have some stuff to buy. Um, we'll be taking orders for some stuff. Don't, you could just come up and hand us money. That's fine, too, if you want. Or just buy me <laughs> beer again. Don't buy my wife beer because she's driving my drunk ass home. Yeah. Uber. Yeah. Oh, you live nearby, so I'll just come pass out on your couch for a little while. Yeah, that'll work. I'm Great. less than a mile from there. Carla can deal with all of us. Uh, the other thing, um, I know Sam said it earlier from all of us here at DU Football Show, just happy Veterans Day, especially to the ones we know and our loyal listeners. Uh, Rob, been one of my best friends my whole life, served in the Marine Corps. Uh, did did a tour overseas, and um, love you, bro, and happy Veterans Day. Glad you came home safe. Glad you're still here with us. Uh, and Russ, an avid listener of the show, yep. your former boss, yep. also a veteran. Thank you for your service, uh, both of you. And um, I have a special shout out. I don't think I told you guys this, but you know, I check the numbers, and I can see where all of our downloads come from. Be they, if I check you know, the numbers, I'd walk into oncoming traffic. <laughs> uh, be they, you know, in state or around the country. And uh, lately, we've been getting some downloads from Afghanistan. Awesome, it's very Specifically cool. The uh, Parwan Providence. Which is where Bagran Air Base is. So let's give a shout out to our uh, <laughs> service listeners out there in Afghanistan right now listening to us. Yeah, thank you for your service. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Airmen, if you can figure out a way to get in touch with us, please do. We'd love to hear from you. We'll give you a shout out on the show and appreciate you uh, listening and appreciate everything you're doing for our country, Ben. Funny you should say that. We have two ways you can get in touch. At DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football Show at gmail.com. That was such a professional transition. You like that? I'm so proud of you. I right didn't now. even stutter. So proud. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm in awe. Thank Co-host you. Co so host is dying. I, and and you I'm just, just I'm taking just it over. Sailing it to the oh, end. Yeah. Good I'm, job, Uber I'm driver. I'm ready to take that seat. Cool. Well, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Um, thank you very much for dealing with my coughing tonight, and I do apologize. Hopefully, I'll be a little bit better next week, and it'll just be my normal allergy coughing. So, um, <laughs> no, uh, no injury time this week. But if you want to find out what injury in time is, uh, please check out our Patreon page. Sam, tell the people how they can look at our Patreon page. That is www.patreon.com backslash du football show. Um, basically, there's three tiers: uh, two bucks, two bucks, five bucks, nine bucks. Yep. Two dollars gets you uh, just the warm and fuzzies. We uh, we'll have a whiskey in your honor, basically. Um, Five dollars, you'll get a sticker and injury time. Uh, nine dollars, Mel, tell the good people what they get for nine bucks. Nine dollars, you get all of the above, and you get uh, a personalized video once a month from Sam and Sam Graham breaking down your team specifically. Um, also, another thing you guys get access to is called sound check. When these dumbasses are just rambling about the mouth, I'm recording it. So I get all sorts of embarrassing and out of character shit that I will share with you for a price. A la my pinky thing from last week. Yeah. 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 So, was, you know. We went, we took that way too far. <coughs> well, fortunately, we have a good producer who can edit things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, anywho, guys, uh, just reiterate everybody's sentiment. Thank you to anyone here or abroad for our country or another country that uh, serves for their their country and uh, in the military. It's a very selfless act, and you should be honored. And uh, go ahead, Sammy. You wanted to add uh, something? Yeah, I have one more thing. We cover the English Premier League, so we should mention it is Remembrance Day in England. Absolutely. Um, essentially, their Memorial Day for those fallen uh, soldiers of theirs uh, that have died in wars. It also is the end today, was the end of World War I in 1918. Um, so just from us to you guys uh, over in England, um, mourn your dead, uh, but remember and, and respect their sacrifice. All right, everybody, till next week. Do you mind if I sit here down by your graveside? 
and rest for a while in the warm summer sun. I've been walking all day and I'm nearly done. And I see by your gravestone you were only 19 when you joined the great fallen in 1916. Well, I hope you died quick and I hope you died clean. Oh, Willie McBride, was it slow and obscene? Did they beat the drum slowly? Did they play the pipe lowly? Did they sound the death march as they lowered you down? Did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pipes play the flowers of the forest? Did you leave a wife for a sweetheart behind? In some loyal heart is your memory enshrined. And though you died back in 1916, to that loyal heart you're forever 19. Or are you a stranger without even a name? Forever enshrined behind some old glass pane. In an old photograph torn, tattered and stained And faded to yellow in a brown leather frame Did they beat the drum slowly? Did they play the pipe lowly? Did they sound the death march as they lowered you down? Did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pipes play the flowers of the fall? Silly bird say. Blue moon. What's the next line after blue moon? Love me standing alone. <laughs> Better than walking alone. Blue, blue moon. Sammy had to walk all alone. Now if you train her mouth, she will be alone. With pictures on his phone of teams that are better than his. Well, all teams are better than mine. 